So, Major, your situation, we're just talking about your own personal situation and how you escaped from Iraq and why you escaped from Iraq, most particularly why you left Iraq. I mean, it, it's obvious, but nonetheless, uh, just, just if you could make it clear for us. You're Yazidi and you had to leave Iraq. You left Sinjar. Why did you leave? Yeah, I am Yazidi from Sinja, and after 2014, when we attacked by ISIS, and they obviously they killed everything, they they killed the life for for sure. And as the other Yazidis, I left my, I lost my family, my friends, uh, relatives, house, and everything. If you go to Sinja, you won't find any lives. Uh, destroyed city and just like it. So after that, after geno our, our genocide, uh, and my situation in Iraq was so bad, so I had to leave Iraq. I left Iraq 2016 through the mountain, uh, then to Turkey. I stayed there a couple of days, then I ended up to Cali, met up with the, uh, another Yazidi. And we stayed there for like two months. It was a really difficult time for both of us because we we had we had to hide our ID. We didn't want to show we were Yazidis because it's so difficult. We know we, we were in danger. And actually, we been attacked by 50 Muslims. The majority were Kurd Kurdish, and they they said why not coming to a mosque and they they started to interview us then they found out we were Yazidis so they beat us so badly they put us in small caravan and luckily uh, a big fire broke out in the same night so there were some police and army they were a bit scared they they, they said to each other let's put them in the small this caravan and then we come back when the police can go so when they left us, we we just broke the the door of the caravan and we we went through the back of the of the camp and by the help of the Scottish volunteer, he helped us to escape from the camp and uh, after that about two weeks, two three weeks, I made it up to UK through a lorry in small box. I stayed in the small box, box for 16 hours. I still have pain in my shoulder and my knee. Mm. Then I they moved me to Stockholm Trent. And after one and a half year in fighting home office and they refusing my case and then I came to UK to Anne's family, the founder of Yazidi Emergency Support. Mm. So now I am a Yazidi Cornish. Okay. And yes, you're being helped by, let's make this clear by, uh, Anne is uh, the founder, as you said, of Yazidi Emergency Support. And you're, um, you're here now where I am, actually, in Cornwall, and you're Cornwall's only Yazidi, well, not only, only Yazidi, but only asylum seeker, more to the point. You're the only asylum seeker in Cornwall, as far as we know. And... Um, and so you're in a difficult situation. Uh, Yazidi Emergency Support is a registered charity, a charity registered in the UK and in Iraq um, that helps the Yazidis who are in, in situations like yours and also helps Yazidis back in Iraq. But um, 
but just to just to go on with your own story so you are hoping and waiting for some kind of decision on on your asylum application now that's right isn't it yeah i after i have been refused by home office several times so i'm having uh, another hearing this month actually in 28 of this this month i'm, ha- I'm having a uh, a new hearing and I'm hoping I will get my paper this time because I'm really tired now and I'm tired fighting the home office and fighting legal aid and they made me homeless and I, I suffered a lot in UK if I didn't found, find aunt so now I'd be homeless and nowhere to go it's re- really difficult and, and also annoying me because the UK government say we look after the minority and we spend a lot of money and we we, we protect them so if I am not protected in UK so how I will be protected or look after in UK so how they look after the Yazidis in Iraq or protect them in Iraq they, ju- they just sell fake story to the media and the people and so it is it is really difficult mm. so I, I believe the Yazidis are the both vic- vic- victims of both the West and East because the East just betrayed us and killed us. When, and West just just sell us fake fake promises. Mm. They never kept the, their promises. Mm. Yes. And indeed your situation is your situation is also quite difficult here because as an asylum seeker you can't work so you have no uh, independent source of income uh, you're dependent on charity, in effect. I mean, it's a very hard and and difficult situation for any asylum seeker, and um, you are you are in in that limbo that everybody is placed in. Um, is there any? Uh, I mean, you would tell me something about your own aspiration. I mean, just just for me to understand. I mean, just a last word from you. I mean, you would go, if if there was peace and security back in Sinjar, which there isn't really, I mean, it's a, it's a destroyed place, but that's still your home, but your family have been killed and the Sinjar is in ruins. So you have nowhere to go back to is the situation, isn't it? For you, you need, um, uh, you need uh, uh, some sort of refuge. Uh, but just, just. Yeah, as I t- told you, there's a, a completely destroyed city, Senja, and actually Senja were like ninety percent Yazidis and just ten percent, or maybe less, they were Muslim. When we been attacked by ISIS, the the rest of ten percent they just betrayed us, then and they joined to do ISIS, killed us, and kidnapped our girls. And then now the UK government said to me, go to the sound of Iraq or, or the other uh, Iraqi cities, which is completely 100% all Muslims. I'm not saying all Muslims are bad, but even one person is uh, against me. I won't be safe. So we're talking about 40 million people. In, in any city, there's like more than 2 million. So if we said 10% against me, it would be 200 thousand people so how can I survive there and even psychologically it's, it's really difficult for me so if I, I I don't trust my neighbors in Senja so how can I trust someone else 
It's really difficult for me. They have to understand this point. Okay, well, God bless you and thank you. That's really good of you to, to share your story with us and, and thank you for that. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll actually, we'll try and, and keep our uh, listeners informed about what happens to you, but good luck in your situation. Okay.